Welcome to a very special Star Wars edition of Soundtrack Spotlight on Riot Radio. I'm your host, Stuart Bunnell, and joining me once again is Valentina Barros. This program is going to discuss and listen to the music from some of our favorite movies. Today, we're joined by a special guest, Adrian Garcia. Hello, everyone. <laughs> it's nice to have you, man. I've been hoping yeah. to get you on the show for a while. Well, you keep mentioning it, and now I'm like... I'm finally here. <laughs> now, now you're here. We're, we're making dreams come true today. Yeah, my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> the tune that played under our intro today was the iconic main theme that plays at the beginning of every movie in the Skywalker saga. But the first song we're going to actually discuss is called Binary Sunset. Yeah, it's, um, it's definitely like a kind of a clean and serene but grand beginning. It starts kind of quiet, but then as you listen on, I feel that you're like, oh, there's like, there's going to be a big story to this kind of character's path, you know? Yeah, the the swell that happens in this song gets me in the emotions every single time. Because it, mm-hmm. it just starts with this beautiful horn solo over probably some harp rhythm, right? And then it gets to the end of its phrase and then the rest of the orchestra just comes up under it. And it, it makes me feel things every single time. And I've seen these movies a million times. Yeah. I mean, same here. (laughs) It just, just every, uh, there's also a part where like uh, they go through the instruments doing the same. And you hear like the flutes go and then you hear the clarinets go and it's just like, wow. And then the the entire band joins in, uh, sorry, the symphony joins in and it's just, wow. Just all how it fits all together. You really analyze this song, don't you? (laughs) I mean, it's a, it's a John John Williams, I would say is one, if not the best composer for musical soundtracks or sorry, not musical sound movie soundtracks. And even, in a regular symphony he is like the michael jordan of symphony composers okay no of of the modern time that's fair and even if you're not a big star wars fan you've heard john williams's work like he's he's the genius behind jurassic park jurassic park i mean any steven spielberg movie any george lucas movie john Uh, williams is probably has his name on it the og superman movie with christopher reeves et Harry Potter, the original Hedwig's theme from Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. I can just about guarantee that you've heard John Williams, whether you knew it or not. So just in case we don't say it later on, all of the music that you are hearing today was composed by the brilliant John Williams. And you know what? There's not a whole lot else that we can say that will show you the emotion behind Binary Sunset. So I figure... We should probably just get into it. Here's Binary Sunset from Episode 4, A New Hope.
That was the Imperial March, first heard in episode five, The Empire Strikes Back, way back in 1980. Now, this is the song that, if you are new to Star Wars, basically, starting in Empire Strikes Back, anytime Don't you Darth put your hand Vader, <laughs> basically okay don't anytime, tell me what to do but i am new <laughs> basically and yeah sorry when i say new to star wars i mostly just mean valentina but this is this is the song that plays anytime you see darth vader or a star destroyer on screen uh starting in empire strikes back and we were just talking about one of the most beautiful scenes that happens while this song is playing Valentina, you want to take it away? Okay, so I was I, I mentioned this scene because I knew what we were talking about for the first time. And then he killed, I don't know names, so I'm just going to call it the guy and then this guy. So Darth Vader walks, walks in this, this place, this, I don't know how to call that. Let's say an office uh, space. This, this office is like, space, this, It's going to be a workplace dispute. Let's go with that. This <laughs> okay, he walks into this <laughs> office so it's a workplace. No HR, by the way. It's dispute. The yeah. No HR. No <laughs> HR. No human. Okay. No human re- I, it's it's no. it's negative you know HR. You know, it's okay. opposite to, of HR. It's, to it's jump alien on resources, to the star, then? To jump no. onto the Star Wars. R2D2 resources? No. Okay, Emperor Palpatine is the HR department. Like, can you just imagine Palpatine going, I am the HR department? HR department. <laughs> oh but, but Pal- Palpatine, my health benefit, like it's not covered. Like I my dent, my my kids need dental. I, I, <laughs> it's just, it's just Emperor. Listen, I don't want to question your policies, but if there's a very real possibility that I'm going to get force choked at work, I would like my insurance plan to reflect that. Uh, by the way, yes. the check from Darth Vader uh, bounced. Uh, <laughs> uh, you can you can you check that? <laughs> okay, okay. Can you check that for but me, there please? was a galactic recession after the Death Star blew up, so Definitely. that that's no. why. Oh god, I'm I'm so sorry, Valentina. We just jumped on you. <laughs> it's okay. Me. No, it's fine. And then so and then this guy and Darth Vader walks and talks to this guy over Zoom. In 1980, there's a Zoom call. Okay, well they're I think they're communicating over like some sort of radio. Can you can you let me explain the scene? Thank you very much, Adrian. I, Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I really so want I was, to hear this scene described saying... by somebody who has only seen the scene once. Because that is what makes it so much funnier. So he goes to this guy and he says, you are not like, you're not doing what I'm telling you to do. Like, I want to see some dead people. Like, I want to kill some people. And you haven't done that for me. So you're useless. Uh, and he's like, you know, man, like, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm doing my best. You for the last time, Admiral. That's what he said. And then he's like, I'm trying. And then he's like, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm done with this. And I'm just going to kill you. So he just like, like. Valentina is making a choking motion with her hand. He choked him <laughs> on a Zoom call, and the guy died. And then he's like, and then the guy that is next to him, he says, "Okay, now you're in charge." And he's like, "Okay, cool." Can't wait to get choked <laughs> next. I hope well, I don't yeah, get choked next, but that's exactly <laughs> it. Like, I don't know why anybody would want to progress through the ranks of the Empire because the higher you go the more likely it is that Darth Vader is going to find die. you when you make a mistake and he's going to choke you out. He is. <laughs> you have, Hello, good morning. You have failed me for the last time, Stuart. Uh, <laughs> choking him on the Zoom call? 
but but Call just, just and it's it's also hilarious how the proximity of the other guy was how that decision happened right like it was it was basically what? just it was basically you failed me for the last time admiral hey you you want a promotion give me here i mean uh i'm, I'm just no and the funny thing no the funny thing is is that there were more guys around and just because he was the closest one he's like you're in charge now why i don't know i just want you to be he could be a janitor he could be a janitor you're in charge yeah (laughs) and then i like the movies she said i'm new to it no no this is is really good questioning no agent has been questioning his entire life and he's like how come Stuart convinced her to do it and I couldn't do it? Well, I'm just that good. But I'm here now and I'm better than ever. <laughs> Atta boy. Atta boy. We're... I'm going to ignore that that commentary in this conversation. Oh, Keep on... Let it go. Let's move on from the original trilogy and the uh, Zoom calls of death. And um, we're going to tackle... A bit of a controversial subject. And we're going to mm-hmm. talk about some music from the sequel trilogy. Yeah, yeah. Adrian's not thrilled about this. But but we've got okay. to do it, man. There are nine movies. Listen, listen. Pause. <laughs> Story? I didn't like it. However, production value, yes. Mm-hmm. I was all over it. Good job. Whoever was in charge of all those green screens and um, you know key ins, like I'm like, I added myself and oh, couldn't pay me that much money to do that all that work. But I know they work in teams, so whatever. But just like the production value and just the action itself is like, I was blown away. I like, I was like a kid again watching it. However, this yeah. sound, the soundtrack from this movie and uh, its subsequent ones, well, the ones that were still John Williams was fantastic um yeah yeah and and that's why we're talking about it like it was really tough to pick the music from the sequel trilogy that was going to make it into this show because it's all really good the resistance march the song that plays when the good guys show up that was beautiful it was iconic but i didn't want to have two marches in the show because that doesn't really showcase uh john williams just his, just the scope range. of his work his range, yeah, yeah the yeah. range of his work yeah. in star wars mm-hmm. um and kylo ren's theme is also really beautiful it's iconic it's dark it's haunting but i didn't want to have two bad guy themes in the same show so 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 i settled on ray's theme which was in my opinion the most original piece that he composed for the force awakens like true to like true to as in like his previous yeah there's there's something about the heart of his music that feels kind of like a signature Mm -hmm. and and all of his music has it but the way ray's theme makes you feel is a unique experience compared to the other um, it definitely thoughts. has more of like a unknown mystical feel. Um, I think that's what uh, that's what uh, Mr. Abrams was trying to uh, encapture, but kind of retreaded the same steps as. <laughs> yeah, Hope. we don't. It's okay. We don't have to talk um, about JJ. 
we don't have to talk uh, sorry uh if you guys are like wondering where valentina is she ha- we haven't caught her up to these movies or sorry my mistake um, Stuart hasn't caught her up to these movies oh I mean, sure I'm make here. it my responsibility oh now it's his fault okay um like i'm here I, i'm just learning about what they're saying i've only watched one and a half um 30 minutes into the empire strikes back and i'm too invested on the love triangle going on with luke skywalker han solo and princess leia that this too don't want to spoil for me that i've been nobody asked nobody say anything to valentina if you find her on twitter say nothing uh, they think i can, pull, I can pull, google it but i will google it as soon as it's no called. don't google it you okay do not the reason we say that we don't want to spoil it is because it wants to come to you naturally exactly Exactly. It's like, like, I want to become a bodybuilder, but I'm going to take steroids, you know? Yeah, like, like in, get there in, naturally. In a, perfect, in a perfect world, there's a, there's a watching order for these movies that is ideal for first-time <laughs> watchers. <laughs> I- and in a perfect world, after episode five, she would go back and watch episodes two and three so that she could get those new experiences at the right time. Definitely. And then... Uh, and, and then she would go and watch episode six and see how it all resolves. Exactly. But it's not a perfect world, and we didn't have that kind of time. I'm just going to go ahead and introduce this song. Here's Ray's theme from episode seven The Force Awakens.
To all the fates from episode one, The Phantom Menace. This is the song that every Star Wars fan loves above all others. So I think this really shows, uh, like you've mentioned it before, just John Williams' great range. And I think the song kind of encapsulates that entirely. Just how like, he, go, he goes from the, like, the choir starting out the song, and then you hear the, the like very subtle, like, kind of slow 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 subtle crescendo and then it's a kind of kind of a solo for the i think it's a clarinet that's doing that part uh, um in 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 the symphony it's, it's it's probably strings like it's 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 all strings oh okay wow okay never mind oh, sorry <laughs> it's, it's, it's strings and horns but okay but yeah just just the 
the tension that builds from having the having all the strings do that really tight riff for lack of a better word right just repeating it over and over and over and over and over again it just but it's in, but the, at the same time it's repeating but also gaining in it it's like it's like a runaway train going down a hill and the runaway train has john williams conducting the dynam the packed dynamite in the back of the train exploding like that's how i like it's just so intense as it goes down more and more down the hill and more and more air is added to the fire and just it just explodes in this great like just unison of his works and his skills yeah and and the scene that this song is playing under this is the arguably the greatest lightsaber duel in the entire series and part of what makes it great is the music don't get me wrong all the lightsaber fights are good in my opinion but the the thing that makes episode one stand out is having duel of the fates under it mm -hmm. because you feel the tension you feel that this is getting out of control very very quickly through the music alone it's just, it's perfection. And honestly, I think any Star Wars fan would have been offended if I didn't include it in the show. Yeah. Which 100%. is why it's here. And it's and it also just makes me really happy to talk about it. So You know what other songs here, though? And I think everyone can recognize this song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. This, okay. I think it's you in know like what? every modern meme. You know what? Everybody, everybody... If we're talking seriously, everybody's like, oh, yeah, Duel of the Fates is the best song. But if you get the memers involved, they're all going to say You said the same... memers unironically, huh? <laughs> well. <laughs> you really said that. Yeah. yeah I, I don't know what I was thinking. Uh, <laughs> but no, if you get the people who aren't taking themselves too seriously involved and you say, go. okay, the best song in Star Wars, go. They're all going to say the same two words. Cantina, Cantina. band. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this and and yeah this song is a bit of a meme i'll be honest with you it's 100%. a bit of a meme 100 but but take a listen to this and tell me that it doesn't feel like it wasn't written by john williams mm -hmm. you know it's it, it's a, it's a completely different thing this is this is what i'm talking about with the it's range different feel. right yeah it's, it's a completely different feel as it, it's supposed to be mm-hmm now, th this is one of the scenes that Valentina has seen. So, Valentina, what are you, what are your thoughts on Cantina Band? Um, I like it. It's uh, I think it's a very humanizing scene because like, who would have thought that there's a bar in it's like a culture, that kind right? of yeah in that in that scene, and then they introduce Han Solo. You know what I really like about <laughs> the Cantina Band is that okay, well we're not going to talk about the music genre and what it's called in universe. Uh, but if you want to look that up uh, on Google, go okay. ahead, just maybe open up an incognito browser because it is hilarious. So we're not going to talk about that. No, the coolest part though, is that there's a scene in that movie where somebody dies and it's, ah, Greedo. Yes. And I'm not going to start the who shot first debate because I don't want to. Mm -hmm. But basically, as soon as Greedo hits the table, once he's dead, the band stops and they're like, oh, hey, something happened. 
and then everybody just sort of looks, realizes that somebody's dead, and then they go back to their drinks, and the band just goes, "Definitely oh, a okay, let's occurrence. go again." Yeah, he. They're like, uh, "Whatever, he died." I think. Uh, how did Obi Wan describe Tatooine? It's like, it's we're all the violin. Uh, oh, like, are, are you are you referring to Moss Eisley's spaceport? Ah, that's the one. Uh, you will never find a more disgusting hive of scum and villainy. There you go. But it's in it's in Alec Alec Guinness's. Listen, if I could voice. do Alec Guinness, I would. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you, even <laughs> McGregor does a really good job. Oh, he does. Oh my goodness. Well, that's just about going to do it for our very special Star Wars edition of Soundtrack Spotlight. Thank you so much for listening. To stay updated on the next episode and to make suggestions and requests for future episodes, make sure to follow me at Benel Stewart and at DCSI Riot Radio on Twitter. Big thanks to Adrian Garcia for joining us on the show today. Thanks for joining us. Hope to have you back again. I hope I'm allowed back and uh, (laughs) Riot Radio hasn't pulled you off the air. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot. We'll keep our fingers crossed. (laughs) We're going to close out this episode with Cantina Band, First Hurt in a New Hope. 